Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And we have a returning guest who appeared uh, virtually a year ago in November 2022, which was episode 292. Um, so I obviously encourage you to go back and listen to uh, listen to that episode. Um, but we have uh, Krim Senna, who's the managing director of Ariane Resources. Uh, who are AIM listed gold exploration development company focused on epithermal gold, silver and porphyry copper gold deposits in Turkey. Um, Karim is an experienced exploration geologist uh, within the junior mining space um, across many continents uh, during his career he's worked in. um, And he's identified over 4 million ounces of gold in Eastern Europe uh, since around uh, 2005. 2005. Um, so he's here today to give us an update on the company. Um, he's been at the helm of uh, Ariana Resources for two decades now, so there's certainly a lot to talk about. Um, he's also going to be attending Europe's largest mining event, which is Resourcing Tomorrow, formerly known as Mines and Money, um, which is taking place in London on the 28th to the 30th of November. Um, it's a great platform for the uh, entire mining value chain, where there's uh, fostering learning, uh, there's lots of uh, lively debates um, and providing valuable networking opportunities with those that attend. So I encourage you to go and get your tickets. Um, you can access the tickets via below if you're watching on the YouTube channel or if you're watching, listen to this on the podcast. Um, in the show notes, there is um, there is a link to go and get your tickets. And there's also a discount code as well. Uh, so you can save some save some money on your tickets. So I encourage you to go and get your uh, tickets and um, perhaps perhaps you can meet Karim in person. So um, let's move on to the podcast and that's welcome, Karim. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you, Rob. Hope all well. Yeah, yeah I'm good as well. I uh, appreciate your time. Like I said, we spoke a year ago. So um, obviously a lot of things have probably happened since then. Um, so I wanted to, again, obviously I encourage all those that are listening to this episode to go back to the the previous episode as well. Obviously, after listening to this, so um, I wanted you to just give us a um, a brief introduction. Obviously, uh, if you can remind listeners of your um, of your journey um, and obviously your the the current MD. What and also, I suppose if you can tell us some of your experience and your milestones that's led you uh, to where you are today. Um, and I suppose also what leadership qualities or milestones. Uh, sorry, leadership or um, what you've brought to the company over the two decades that you've been that or virtually two decades that you've been there. Yes, well, um, my background is geology, as as you mentioned, um, principally in exploration geology. Uh, I did my first degree at Southampton University, um, a master's at Imperial College, um, and it was really um, the t- during the time that I was undertaking my PhD in Perth over twenty years ago. Uh, and that PhD itself was focused on gold met- metallogenesis, um, that the the first idea of Ariana started to become born. Um, and in fact, 
the the very first projects that we got going in Turkey um, ultimately were sort of spun out of that period of time. Um, so that was a very formative um, experience for myself. Um, but I think the most profound experience overall in my career um, was the very early um, career uh, history that I had in Zimbabwe. Um, and this obviously has some relevance to what we'll be talking about later on, um, I expect, in the interview. Um, and that that part of my career, I really got exposed to um, a whole plethora of um, exploration, the exploration business, um, all those aspects uh, that make a mineral exploration program tick, um, right through from greenfields, grassroots type opportunities, um, all the way through to assessing advanced um, mining operations, um, both in surface and underground environments. Um, and I, I did that across um, a couple of mines in particular that were part of the Lonro or later Lon Min group, um, and then um, elsewhere uh, in Zimbabwe as well. Um, and one of the things that I think um, became very clear to me very early on in my career was the most important thing of all is getting the geology right. Um, and I think that that's a message that I've tried to sort of carry through um, throughout my career and, and something that, you know, we try to do on a day-to-day -day basis within Ariana. And uh, I'm sure Zach will attest to this. Um, and, and, and perhaps really I, I can sort of hand over that other aspect to your question regarding um, my leadership qualities. I'm not one to sort of blow my own trumpet. And perhaps um, Zach, you know, Zach's worked with me for over 13 years now. Um, he knows me better than most. He, he can answer that part of the question. Yeah, I'll hand, you, hand, uh, hand it over to Zach now. Great. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, I think it's important for a lot of new geos coming into the industry to find a, a really good role model. And certainly when I joined Ariana, uh, the team around, around Ariana were uh, an excellent. What I've learned from that is to give back. So my team out here in the field and wherever I go, uh, I, I constantly like to provide development and um, build on their skills. And that comes back and then it pays tributes to the work that we have done and what we can achieve as a team. And being out here in the field and getting your hands dirty and being on the rig uh, with the guys, even if it's a 24-hour shift and we're sort of working through the night and fixing things all the time when there are issues. Uh, I, I think those things are very valuable for the team. And, and, and that's what uh, I, I have been shown the way by, by Kiram and uh, other peers within the company. And uh, I, I think that's a powerful message for leadership for everyone. Yes, certainly. Certainly. Um I suppose, Kareem, obviously you've been, uh, you have a variety of obviously projects stretching from uh, obviously mainly in Turkey, but as far as, well as Australia and obviously Zimbabwe. Um, for our listeners who are new to the story, I wonder if you can just provide an overview of um, Ariana's resources strategic plans. Um, I suppose in, also including your primary areas of operations, the company's mission and vision uh, for the future. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, you're quite right. You know, Ariana has for um, the best part of two decades, it's focused on its Turkish portfolio. Um, and it was a natural place for the company to commence its operations, um, especially given my Turkish background. There was a, a just a natural um, place for us to start off. Um, but, you know, as 
an exploration company, we we knew that our horizons were never supposed to be absolutely fixed and limited to the international borders of Turkey. Um, you know, we always had longer term plans and ambitions, um, but it's all about opportunity. It's about creating the opportunity in one environment, um, capitalizing on that, um, crystallizing value in that, and then on the basis of that, you can look at developing other aspects of, of the company's business um, into the future as part of, you know, strategic progression. Um, and, you know, and, and I think that's similar to, to most exploration companies. If you look back at um, two decades of any exploration company's history, they will tend not to be absolutely focused on one particular project in one particular province or jurisdiction. Um, you know, there'll always be an element of flexibility. Um, in our case, what we wanted to achieve was, um, you know, we, we kept up a very key focus on certain assets that we had in Turkey very deliberately um, to ensure that we achieve maximum value from them. Um, and, and that we very much did in the case of the Kuzultepe development in our partnership with Prasir Construction. Um, and then latterly, bringing Erzalten Holdings on board, uh, we're now advancing the Tavshan opportunity in a similar way. Uh, that will be our next mine, uh, next cab off the rank, so to speak. Um, and then further down the stream, obviously, we have the Sullenbush uh, development asset on which we're continuing to undertake a lot of exploration drilling. Um, so... You know, we've still got plenty of irons in the fire in Turkey itself. Um, but what we've been doing really since um, around 2019 in particular is a dynamic recalibration of our portfolio. Um, so what I mean by that is we're, we're identifying where the opportunity is likely to be um, capable of acceleration um, at a greater rate than in other areas. Um, and we've got this opportunity because we're now looking at a broader portfolio across uh, multiple jurisdictions, which is something we didn't have before. Um, and so we, we feel that now is the time. Um, it's very much an opportune moment for us to, to broaden those horizons and continuing to uh, preferentially develop one project over another um, and gauging those opportunities as we go. Um yeah, I mean, it's in, it's certainly unusual for a junior exploration company to transition uh, to progressing projects that are in near or or in or near in production. Um, can you give an overview of the status of some of these key projects and what shareholders can expect in terms of uh, news flow? Yes. Uh, so, again, focusing initially on Turkey, uh, to start off with uh, is Kuzultepe, our producing asset of which we own 23.5%. Um, we have guidance out of 18,000 ounces of gold that we're expecting to meet by year end. Um, we're also looking at extensions to the mine life um, at Kuzultepe, way beyond what was expected in, in production terms from the feasibility study. Um, and at the moment, we're very much on track to achieve that, in particular in the light of the um, latest drilling results um, that have been coming out of uh, the Kuzultepe um, drilling program, which are now informing, sorry, which are now informing part of um, a uh, new mineral resource assessment, uh, and Zach's leading the charge on that. Um, we're we're awaiting further work on that uh, to complete in the coming weeks, um, but we hope to be at the point of a, another uh, mineral resource estimate um, by early next year. 
that that work is, uh, as I said, very much in progress, um, and we're due to complete that early next year for Kuzeltepe. Um, so we're we're happy with progress there. On Tamshan, likewise, we have a drilling program underway, um, and there will be further work that we undertake on uh, the mineral resource estimate for Tamshan. Um, but most importantly for the Tavshan site is to demonstrate to the market that we're advancing that through the construction uh, period. Uh, we're very much doing that. Um, and, you know, in the coming weeks and months, you know, we'll continue to, to show that progress going forward. But at this stage, you know, we are expecting um, a, a sort of, well, we've indicated uh, first half of next year for first gold production from um, Tavshan. Uh, we're hopeful for a Q2 start. Um, and at the moment, that's uh, looking likely. So we'll keep the, the market appraised there. In terms of the other assets, we, we're just bringing um, a drilling program at Kuzulchukur to a close. Um, Kuzulchukur is part of the wider Kuzultepe uh, sector area. Um, so the Kuzulchukur uh, drilling results are also key to informing the wider uh, Kuzultepe sector resource estimate. So there's a, a lot of data that we're still to obtain before we can complete all of that work. Um, and likewise, with some of the other satellite prospects um, across the Kuzultepe sector, such as Kepes, Kepes Main, uh, where we're drilling, uh, Kepes West um, and Karakavak. And, um, you know, Zach, ju just jump in if there's any particular one, one project here that you want to talk about further. Um, you know, I, I could go on. Um, Southernbush, obviously, is another um, important one. Um, and some of the most important work of all has been undertaken out there in terms of the amount of drilling um, that's been underway and further work, uh, particularly associated with our Hazali Island discovery. Um, and then our other projects in the wider portfolio. We're very excited about um, the work that's being undertaken currently in um, Kosovo uh, in partnership with Newmont. Um, the Newmont Alliance is funding the, the first drilling on uh, the Hatitsa project, um, and we're drilling a potential porphyry target there. Um, and we're very hopeful of some uh, very interesting results uh, from that area in particular. And th of course, there are other things that we can go on to talk about in more detail um, in the broader portfolio, such as Venus um, and our Asgard developments. But uh, Zach, is there anything else that you want to touch on there? I think you've done a great job covering that all, Kieran. Uh, I'm I'm personally quite excited to see how the developments are going with Tavsham and Izaliela. There's still a lot of work there for us and the teams uh, to do there. Uh, and I think um, in, in the coming times, we'll see some exciting new developments there. Um, also, Kizil Chukuru, the, the drilling there is going fantastically well. And uh, I think we're working very well with, um, with Zenit to get that resource updated as soon as possible. So I think that work um, is going to be quite interesting too for the development of Kizzeltepe. Very good. Um, yeah, and in your previous interview with us, uh, you highlighted um, that what makes uh, Ariana stand out from its peers and its technology. Uh, Zach, I wonder, obviously, as a special project geologist uh, for Ariana, Ariana Resources, can you highlight some of uh, any particular exciting technology that Ariana is using across its projects? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think. Technology plays a very important role in modern day exploration. Uh, you know, the easy pickings have now gone and we're now having to be much smarter with how we implement exploration. Uh, and we're relying heavily on new technology and, and, and even as far as going uh, to mentioning um, artificial intelligence. So AI developments have come a long way in recent years and uh, we can implement these 
uh, to our exploration methods. And one of these tools that we use in particular is, is something that Ariana is newly invested in, is a technology called BoxScan by a company called Geotech. Uh, and BoxScan really, it's a, it's a multi-sensor core scanning instrument that opens the door for within one session of anal analysis, uh, you can uh, analyze multi-parameters of, of a, a volume of rock. So we, we can look at the, the geochemistry, we can look at uh, clay crystallinity, we can look at um, magnetic susceptibility of a rock. And all these factors come out together in, in one nice database, which we can then throw into a 3D model and we can add our interpretations. And I think that's the most important thing there is that this data that's coming to us is, is um, non-subjective. You know, it's, it's, it's numbers and digits that we can then model numerically and, and interpret our, uh, by ourselves. And that opens the door for uh, eliminating human error uh, from, from our work, but also it, it builds far more robust models so that when we're planning our drill, drilling meters, we can actually be more efficient and save money in the long run uh, and, and achieve our targets at a faster rate. And uh, no, back on AI, so BoxScan as well, um, I mean, we, we can teach this technology how to identify key characteristics within the mineralization. And then as we're collecting more and more data, trends within the data become more obvious. Uh, and we can even go as far as saying, well, we can automate the identification of new mineralization zones. And so really the, the, the limits are endless. And as long as we uh, have the right team in place, this technology does take specialist team. And uh, I take my hat off to our geochemist in Ankara and our geophysicist and these guys work hard to crunch all this data to send to me to throw into our geological models, uh, and and together that that is driving the team forward. That's good. Um, you recently announced in a press uh, release your strategic investments uh, with your Asgard fund um, and a new venture into Zimbabwe in conjunction with uh, Rockover Holdings. Um, why have you taken uh, this position, and how how do you see it benefiting uh, Ariana Resources? Well, as I mentioned a little earlier, um, I, I do have uh, some career history in Zimbabwe. So for a long time, I've personally monitored the situation in Zimbabwe and fully kept up to date with the developments in the country over the past 20 plus years um, through through my network and through, through other means. Um, I also personally know many members of the Rockover team. Um, some of them I'd worked with um, in the past um, through through my experience with the, the Long Min group. Um, so there's a high degree of trust that's sort of implicit there. Um, so that's that's an important thing. You know, that trust is the foundation of everything. Um, so in terms of the opportunity itself, we, we certainly see that very positively. Um, and there's a, a large amount of work that's already been undertaken. Um, so in the background, um, over the past um, several months now, we've been undertaking a, a due diligence program um, on the, the Dockway asset in Zimbabwe. I went over to... Um, to cite myself back in July. Zach's there right now, um, just in advance of the, the new drilling program that we're going to get underway shortly. Um, so all of this um, diligent work's been underway for quite some time, and we've got a very good feel for um, the deposit opportunity and indeed uh, the exploration upside that we very much believe is there. So we, we feel that it's very much the sort of project that um, fits the, the sweet spot for the company um, and one that we can um, fully apply all of our skill sets. Um, and um, I, I think most importantly, perhaps include some of the skill sets of our existing partners in Turkey as well in the longer term um, in terms of project development. 
Um, it's been mentioned uh, that Ariana has built up a, a large portfolio of obviously investments, um, thereby not focusing on uh, on the key projects that are producing, um, such as Gazelle Tepe. Um, I probably haven't pronounced that correctly. Um, do you feel that your strategy is to become more of a mine investment trust as you diverse away from your strategic projects? No, I don't think that at all. Um, we are very much a mineral exploration and development company, um, but somewhat unusual in the sense that our finances are backstopped by our interests in the mining uh, elements of our business, uh, those mining operations in Turkey. Um, so I think that, yes, we've got a large portfolio of investments, um, but it's through that portfolio of invest investments that we draw our strength um, currently. Um, and the traditional exploration company will tend to um, have access to a wide variety of exploration licenses. Um, it will tend to be by its very nature, um, be a scattergun type approach. Um, licenses will be acquired everywhere that looks remotely prospective. Um, and each and every license or each and every project only ever having a very slim chance of ever yielding a discovery. That's just the nature of our business. Our approach is somewhat different. Um, we've chosen to hold our interests um, in a much more advanced portfolio than the average exploration company. Um, so all of our projects are shifted quite dramatically uh, towards the lower risk end. Um, and that's very deliberate. Um, and the other thing is to hold those interests rather than the expiration license level. Um, it's to hold those interests in the corporate level um, of the entities that hold those underlying projects. Um, now, we've done that. And that's particularly apparent in the case of our Asgard Metals Fund. Um, but it also applies to uh, the other interests that we hold, including those interests in Zenit, Venus um, and Western Tethian, amongst others. Um, so we're, we're very much not taking our eye off the ball in terms of our production interests. Uh, we're still heavily involved in uh, the work that goes on associated with the development of the resources and the mining plans um, associated with those individual projects, uh, because they're ultimately key to that financial backstop. Um, that, that's the engine that keeps the company going. Um, but the, the real opportunity and the real value driver is in the growth of our portfolio and ensuring that the portfolio only ever gets more advanced and gets lower and lower risk. Uh, I think that's the, the key message. Um, as to the, the major or majority owned shareholder, uh, I wonder if you can give us an update on uh, the status of uh, Venice Minerals. Yes. Uh, so Venus Minerals, just as a quick Venus. recap, Venus Minerals, um, we hold 58% uh, of currently. Um, the other 42% held by Samarang Enterprises in Cyprus. Um, the, the company is very much focused on Cypriot copper gold assets. Um, and perhaps Zach can jump in a little later in, in the question and answer um, to provide a little bit more background on some of the exploration opportunities within Venus. Um, but we have been progressing Venus towards an IPO on AIM. Um, that IPO is essentially ready to go. Um, but the market, as you're aware, has not been great. Um, it's been a very, very difficult IPO market um, this year, generally, um, not, not only in London, but elsewhere. Um, we're just waiting for a market window. Um, we, obviously, we want to move Venus to an IPO 
sooner rather than later. Um, but we have to be cognizant of um, general um, economic and market conditions uh, to achieve the, the value that we believe is there. Um, and that, that's the most important thing. In terms of the opportunities, I mean, Zach, do you want to just quickly jump in um, with a brief snapshot of what Venus contains? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I, I think we've invested a significant amount of time in, in geological modeling, um, portable XRF analysis to identify um, the key geochemical signatures of certain uh, license holding areas we have. And I, I think in the development of all these efforts, that we've put into the ground, we've generated um, several excellent targets. And if, if these things were anywhere else in the world, they would have been drilled by now. You know, if, if we had them in Turkey, we certainly would have drilled them by now. And uh, and one in particular is the the, the Truly Prospect. Uh, that was a, a virgin discovery from portable XRF analysis. And I think that is a, a really interesting target that uh, Venus holds. And all the preparation work that we've done in terms of preparing uh, the, the future drilling programs and future exploration work to expand on these targets that we've generated is all in place. Everything is good to go. We're just waiting for that green light. Um, but certainly that there are some very good targets there. Um, I wonder if you can just uh, elaborate on Ariana's Resources commitment to the company's environmental sustainability. Um, what specific measures or practices does the uh, company employ to minimise its environmental impact on its operations? Um, and also, does the utilisation of sorry utilisation of the technology uh, you use um, have environmental benefits? Yeah, so I think first and foremost, we've um, always been very environmentally sensitive um, as an exploration company since our very earliest days. Um, so, you know, the latest trends um, that you see out there in, in this regard don't really phase us. They're just natural developments of a growing environmental consciousness um, globally. Um, so, you know, that we, we recognize that those those sensitivities need to remain and we, we need to be more conscious of um, the environmental impact that uh, we all make on um, our environment more broadly. Um, and now we've adopted a whole variety of measures, um, both across our exploration sites as well as our operational sites to ensure that we're operating um, in an environmentally positive way. So what I mean by that really is that um, we, we recognize that inevitably there's an environmental consequence to everything that we do just by living and breathing. There's an environmental consequence. But how do you impact your environment in a positive way? So recognizing there is a con um, a, a, a um, a consequence to that, a consequence to your actions, how do you ensure uh, that the net outcome is positive? So that's the broad approach that we've taken. Um, so one of the things that we've done, um, just looking at the, the mine site and the developments at Kuzultepe specifically, is that um, a large amount of um, deforestation naturally has to occur um, as we move into new areas. Um, that's all part of um, a permitting process that's undertaken very strictly with the Turkish government. Um, and that process of deforestation is undertaken um, by the Turkish government itself. Um, and there's a statutory requirement to the number of trees that have to be replaced. Um, and typically in, in Turkey, um, as, as a broad average, um, there's about 30% more trees planted in the country than are felled. So Turkey as a country um, is sort of showing um, some really positive developments in that regard. However, in our case, uh, we've gone in excess of that statutory requirement, effectively. Um, we're... we're 
um, planting our own trees um, right across uh, the operation in areas that you know do, do not need uh, necessarily trees planted um, to naturally sort of green the environment that we're operating and it makes for a much more pleasant environment all round. Um, in terms of exploration, um, we've always tried to minimize the impact of our drilling operations. Um, drilling operations, you know, whether diamond or RC are naturally somewhat messy. Um, you know, there are liquids, water mainly, uh, but muds um, that are associated with the, um, the drilling fluids. You know, all of that has to be handled in a particular way um, and in, in a manner that's appropriate to the local conditions. And, you know, there's some statutory requirements there that we have to deal with, uh, but we usually always go over and above what those statutory requirements are. Um, the other thing that we've done is um, we, we've um, chosen to operate a, a fleet of the most environmentally friendly vehicles that we can. We can, um, but we have started to include the very first hybrids on the road uh, within that fleet. Um, our head office in Ankara is now fully solar powered. So um, it's in effect, we're off grid. In fact, we feed power into the, the, the local grid. Um, and our local field office in Sundarga is geothermally heated. Um, so, you know, there are lots of things that we're doing and lots of different ways, um, but we're always trying to ensure that um, we can operate uh, in the most environmentally responsible manner that we can. I should also add one more thing. Um, we, we have a company-wide policy only to travel economy class. Um, and there's reason for that. Um, if, if you look at the environmental footprint of um, international travel, um, the, the lower range um, on the carbon dioxide um, emissions is obviously an economy class travel. Um, and so that's one other way that we've chosen to uh, reduce our uh, emissions. Good to hear. Um, and lastly, just wondered if um, if you can just tell us the, the outlook over the next sort of six to 12 months uh, for Ariana Resources, and also if there's anything else that you want to add uh, to, to tell our audience? Yes, um, obviously market conditions have not really been great over the past year, 18 months. Um, and, you know, there, there has obviously been um, a reduction in the um, liquidity that, that we've seen, particularly uh, in our end of the market and the, in our particular sector. Um, and that's despite the fact that gold um, in particular, uh, as a commodity, uh, the gold price is continuing to do very well. Um, you know, we're at near all time highs. You know, we just topped um, 2000 US dollars an ounce for the fifth time in um, fewer years. Um, and, you know, that that's certainly a very positive signal. And, you know, there, there's a lot of chatter out there about, um, you know, the state of US debt. Uh, I think that's starting to weigh on um, people's minds quite seriously now. Um, and also geopolitically what that means. And, you know, some of the, the recent developments that un unfortunately we've seen globally um, are certainly making an impact. Um, but, you know, where, where you see these sorts of issues, you know, there's always opportunity. Um, and being an exploration company, we're fully focused on the opportunity. We see it. Um, we hope that the market catches on um, as soon as it can. Yeah, and I hope you have a lot better 2024 uh, in the whole whole industry, junior miners as well as obviously um, explorers as well. Zach, I don't know if you want to add any closing words as well. 
No, I think uh, the questions have covered a good range of topics, and I think Kiram's given a, a good overview there of where we're going, what we're thinking, uh, and you know what we're enduring. Uh, certainly, we're looking forward to seeing uh, individuals and minds of money. So, you know, if anyone's around and want to um, have a chat with us and have a flick through some of the work that we've gone through, even if it's a few of the photos and stuff, uh, please please come and see us. Uh, happy to have a chat, and there's some exciting stuff building in the background here. Um, and yeah, certainly once we get some more momentum, uh, it's, it's going to be great making some noise about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Zach and I and um, the rest of the team will be around um, all day on the 30th um, at the Hilton next door uh, to the conference centre. Um, and Zach will be fresh back from Zimbabwe. Um, so uh, I'm sure he'll have plenty of uh, video and photographic evidence of his um, his safari, so to speak, um, <laughs> uh, that we can all have a look at. Yes, certainly. So obviously those that listen, and obviously those that listen, encourage you to go and get your tickets. And obviously you can uh, meet Karim and Zach uh, at the uh, Minds and Money conference and obviously at the Hilton Hotel. But they're obviously going to be around in London uh, at the end of November. Um, Really appreciate your time, guys. Great um, having you back on the show after a year. Um, Let's maybe not leave it for another year uh, to get an update. And um, if our audience wants to follow you, um, if you want to find out so obviously some more information, if they can't unfortunately attend the uh, Minds uh, Results in Tomorrow event, then uh, then how can they follow your story and get the the latest updates? Yeah, the the best way is obviously to to follow our RNSs that you know we put out regularly. Um, we're we're active across social media as well. Um, and you know we we obviously do these interviews um, with with yourself and with with other providers um, fairly regularly. So proactive um, BWR Media um, they're the sort of typical channels that we'll use. Um, and you know we've got a lot in the pipeline as um, indicated. And I, I think that the the news flow will certainly be ramping up as we go into 2024 because we have a a lot of backstopped um, uh, work that's been underway. Um, and we're, we're sort of in the process of concluding on. Yeah, great to hear. Yeah, and appreciate uh, both your uh, times and um, all the best for, for 2024. Um, thank you for listening, audience. Hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, uh, please keep sharing these episodes far and wide. Uh, and as I always mentioned, not always just people within our industry, within our mining industry, but also people outside of it, our industry, because we do need to, to improve the branding of of mining and the image. Um, and obviously, um, Ariana doing a lot of work in obviously the countries mentioned in Turkey and Zimbabwe. So um, really appreciate your continued support. Please keep sharing these ep- episodes. And until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.